Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour two on this Thursday, Dan and the Danettes. Dan Patrick Show is Duke in the tournament. They do enough to qualify. They got Florida State coming up. Doug Gottlieb on loan from Fox Sports will join us coming up. Also, the undefeated Gonzaga Zags. Their head coach, Mark Few, will join us coming up a little bit later on. With uh, no NFL scouting combine, the pro days are going to get more coverage than ever this year. The NFL Network and ESPN hungry for content, and they're probably going to show you way too much of it. But remember, this isn't real football. When you watch a pro day, the combine is silly enough, but to judge a quarterback on a choreographed workout in shorts with nobody playing defense makes no sense. This Friday, Trey Lance works out at North Dakota State. This one carries a little extra weight here because Lance only played in one game last season. That didn't go that well. But his tape from the previous two seasons, pretty outstanding. And maybe there's some things that teams can learn from pro days. The scouting process was cut short because of the pandemic, and teams weren't able to gather information, the information that they usually need. They're on campus. They can find out a little bit more about these players. Just don't tell me their completion percentage in a throwing drill because it has nothing to do with real football. Yes, McLevin. On that note, Monday we will have a full report on the statistics and the the throw charts for Trey Lance. Is this from Against the Grain? Against the Grain scouts are in the field right Um, now. And when I say that, we will read the story. Also, Travis Etienne is running his 40 today, although I might be pronouncing it wrong. Etienne? Etienne, it's okay. HL. Yeah. Yes, Paul. If a quarterback at a pro day goes 11 for 11 yeah. against no defenders, we'll be there. Yeah. If you don't go 11 for 11, 
then I have concern. Well, unless you're Teddy Bridgewater and you're basically like hit the Gatorade table every throw. <laughs> and then you're unbelievably accurate in the NFL. I want to know what you did in college. I want to know when you actually got in a game, not when you're out on a field like that. And the the comps with Trey Lance, yeah, it reminds me a lot of people of Lamar Jackson. I went, wow. I thought a better comp might have been Donovan McNabb, maybe. He gets some Dak Prescott too, right? Yes, he did. Yeah, but like Lamar Jackson has incredible straight-ahead speed here. Yeah, I think Trey Lance might be a more hmm, evolved quarterback as far as what he does than Lamar Jackson. But Lamar Jackson, when it comes to running, is going to hurt you. Now, Trey Lance is a wonderful athlete, and he might be coming into the NFL as a better passer. But this one is a little tricky because we love the unknown, and you have quarterbacks who accomplished an awful lot. It feels like we know less about Trey Lance, therefore – Teams will like him more than Justin Fields, who we got to see for two years at Ohio State. Welcome to the program, already in progress, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. Say good morning to Peacock, TV partner, and Fox Sports carries uh, our radio show. Uh, iHeartRadio as well, our great radio affiliates around the country. Uh, just saw this uh, tweet. Nothing like getting cut a month after tearing your Achilles for your team in the AFC championship game. Uh, Eric Fisher has been released by the Kansas City Chiefs. Ross goes on to say, next time any of you want to complain about players holding out, honoring contracts, etc., do yourself a favor and don't. Yeah. Say goodbye to Eric Fisher as he's uh, cut by the Kansas City Chiefs. Jerry Jones had his press conference yesterday along with Dak Prescott. It was great. Jerry uh, had a lot to say and all smiles. That's one of those where you just get that fake laughter. Everybody is laughing. And you could bet once, you know, I would love to have known what Jerry was saying with his son while they're dealing with the negotiations and how angry they probably got. How dare him think that he can do this and hold me up like this. But yesterday, everything they said to each other was so funny. Here is Jerry Jones talking about overpaying for Dak. Most anything that I've ever been involved in that ended up being special, I overpaid for. Every time to the end. Anytime I've tried to get a bargain, I got just that. It was a bargain in a lot of ways and not up to standard. Okay. Was that a compliment with what he said? Yeah, Paulie? I think that's a billionaire compliment. He's trying to say, trying to say that the great things I bought in my life, the things that turned out to be the gems, like the Cowboys, mm. which he got, he overpaid for at the time, if you look back at the deal, have turned out to be this billion-dollar franchise. He's trying to compliment Dak Prescott. Uh, probably No, I think he's trying to compliment himself. Yes, but he's trying to compliment his business acumen yeah. whilst complimenting Dak Prescott. Yes, he Because it sure sounds like he just called this quarterback overpaid. <laughs> he just, I'm pretty sure he just called Dak overpaid. I, I overpaid for you. <laughs> you're but, already yeah. not worth the money. Yeah. Right, right out of the signing gate, you're already not worth the money. So he's overpaid, but I'm going to compliment myself because whenever I overpay, I somehow make it better. Yes, Todd. I heard it as, you know, he kind of ripped me off, but we're, we have positive feelings about how this will play out in the next few years. 
Uh, here's my favorite. I don't know exactly what Jerry Jones is saying, but um, it caught my attention about uh, if you're going to get taken advantage of, eh, it, it's great that it's Dak who did it. If there's a human breathing that I've ever met that I'm proud that uh, took advantage of me financially, I'm proud it's the one sitting to the right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry got more laughs there than you did at Caroline's, Don. <laughs> That's not right. You know, it's never a good sign when the end of someone's laugh is... <laughs> uh, here is uh, one more response from Jerry about Dak didn't want to be anyplace else. I knew that Dak wanted to be here and really no place else. I knew that. And I think Dak knew that uh, how good he fit here, although I can understand his apprehension. Um, uh, this was not a test of some sort of uh, uh, can Dak handle it or something like that. That that wasn't the case at all. <laughs> that you put that laugh in there. That laugh oh, was not. I'm in sorry. There. Sorry about that. that. You're right. Uh, here is Dak Prescott. That uh, he always wanted to be a cowboy. Grew up a Dallas Cowboy fan. Never in a million years did I um, imagine not being a Cowboy once I put on this uniform and put on this star. Uh, so through it all, through the two years, I guess you can say, or more, um, there was never a slight doubt in my mind that I wouldn't wear the star for the rest of my life. You weren't going to put any laughter attached to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but if uh, yeah. I overpaid. With you guys, no, that's Fritzy. I was there. I was right there at the press conference. conference. I had my mask on. That was was when Bill Hader was in there. Dak took advantage of me. (laughs) Of all the breathing people who have taken advantage of me. Billionaires are hysterical. They are. They are. Todd, can you come over here and hand me that glass of water? Thank you, Todd. <laughs> did you? I was right there for all of that. You didn't know that. Right? I did not know I that. I'm a beat writer for the show. Look, once you leave here, I don't know what you do. I took a quick flight to Dallas. Yeah. I came back, social distance, mask covering, washed my hair, everything's fine. And but I thought you'd like an exclusive. No, I liked it. And and Jerry hired you because of your laughter. Because exactly. whenever Jerry said something yesterday, that it was funny. Makes what? it feel good. <laughs> What? Yes, Paul. I, I, I went back a few months ago and, and listened to that Bill Hader interview because it's so damn good. He tells that uh, story about uh, Schwarzenegger. Uh, Kyle Weathers had the schnitzel. Remember that story? Yes. <laughs> Fritzy's got his mic on the entire interview just laughing and laughing. <laughs> With you guys. You know, <laughs> go back and watch it. No, I'm good. <laughs> no, I'm good. I uh, added nothing to that interview. <laughs> Yeah. It was distracting, if anything. Yeah, because your microphone was on. And it's a frightening laugh sound. It just it served no purpose. Yeah. But they could have used you yesterday because it was really funny yesterday. <laughs> really, really funny. But uh, Jerry Jones uh, got his guy, even though he overpaid for him. And now the expectation level. <laughs> it's, Those are just not the words of someone who's no, happy that this no. all went down. <laughs> play, play the overpay. I'd love to be overpaid. Like, I don't want to be told I'm overpaid, 
but I'd love to be overpaid. Here's so, Jerry. Most anything that I've ever been involved in that ended up being special, I overpaid for. Mm. Every time <laughs> to the end. Mm. Anytime I've tried to get a bargain, I got just that. It was a bargain uh. in a lot of ways and uh, not up to standard. <laughs> uh, yes, Todd. Why couldn't he just say you get what you pay for and uh, he deserves it? And I'm glad we can move forward from this. There's just so many other things he could say instead of getting cute, even tongue in cheek. He's taking a couple of shots there. No, he, I think he meant to compliment. He just didn't do a good job. I, you know. Hey, you know what? This is a lot of money. But by the time we're done, this is going to seem like a bargain. Because Dak is just that special of a player. Mm. Oh, great. Thanks. Mm. Thanks, owner. Yeah. Now I really feel like you believe in me. Yeah. Instead, I took advantage of you <laughs> and you overpaid for me. Okay. Great. But Thanks. anything that I've overpaid for has always proven to be a good bargain. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yes, uh, McClellan. What if the question was... Uh, you. What if the guy set him up to say that? Like, you overpaid for Dak Prescott. Well, anything. Is that an out for Jerry, the question? I can't find the question anywhere, by the way. I'm looking for it. Um, because he introduced I, I, the word overpaid. That's a problem. I, I don't think Jerry... Like, Jerry's been around a long time. Like, you're going to let the media manipulate you and put words in your mouth? I, I'm not buying that. Like, do you think you overpaid for Dak Prescott? No. You know, it's the going rate. I got my quarterback. I wanted to keep him here. Like, you, Just because you say, did you overpay? Well, everything, you know, I overpay for things that are special. Okay. Yes, Todd. You could also say you're worth what anyone's, and you said this many times, you're worth what someone's willing to pay you. Yeah. And there it is. That's the end of it. <laughs> it's just not a ringing endorsement of, hey, this guy's overpaid. No? Yeah, McClellan. I'm still uh, stuck on the Super Bowl expectation. Like, they've been 8-8 eight and eight for like eight years now. Like, it, is this going to get them over the hump? No, they actually, they were 13-3, and three, I'm sorry, three years ago. But it feels like it's going to be tough for them. I don't know why. Yeah, Paul. In 2018, Dak Prescott made $630,000. Yeah. In 2019, he made $2.1 million. Next year, he's going to make $75 million. <laughs> Just to put in perspective what his raise is. You know, when you put it that way, he's overpaid. <laughs> well, he was underpaid. He made yes. a total in his first four years in the NFL. He made uh, $3.5 million in four seasons. Yeah. I don't know what that's like that you go from one day you're making this to the next day you're making that. Just so want to find out. And does, <laughs> I so want to find out what that's like. And does a guy like Dak Prescott, do really rich people have normal bank accounts like we have where you go online and check it and you can go to a debit machine? Like, does it go direct deposit $75 million to Dak's well, Or does he have accountants? And I still think that he's got to get one of those big golf checks that he gets huge <laughs> one. That's what Jerry should have brought out yesterday. The Ed McMahon check? Yeah, that huge one. And just have it there and, and Jerry and, and Dak can be standing there holding it. But yeah, I'm going to I remember asking Mark Cuban, do you just go to the ATM and check your balance? You know, a couple of times a day, do you do that? Like, what's a reasonable amount of money to keep in your bank account that say, say you have one, if I was a billionaire, I would okay. imagine I had like a, one that's like my spending money account, right? Yeah, and yeah. then the, the rest of the stuff goes in other places, right? What's a reasonable amount of money to keep in your like pocket change account? Like, oh, there's my debit card. There's a million dollars in there. Or is it a hundred thousand? I don't Yeah, but you have Warren Buffett, who 
uh, it was just announced yesterday is worth $100 billion. I don't know. It, I always feel like the richer somebody is, the less money they have you know, on them. Like, I, I don't know. I got like a, I got a $10. $10. I, I did that years ago with Mark Cuban. I said, how much money you got on you? He had $11. Yeah, but he keeps it like a debit card in his pocket, doesn't I he? Know. Like, I know. Just like everybody else, he's got to go like, oh, crap, I got to go hit the ATM so I can park my car or whatever. But can you go do that? What do you think Warren Buffett has in his ATM? Like when he goes to the ATM, what do you think shows up for Warren Buffett? He's worth $100 billion. Jeff Bezos. <laughs> What, what shows up? Have you ever gone behind somebody or, and they leave their receipt and then you realize how much money they have in their savings account? If I'm Bezos, <laughs> I'm leaving my receipt every time. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I saw where his ex-wife got married. To a school teacher? Yes. Former school teacher. Yes. Well, Ooh, jackpot. I don't know. He might want to stay as a school teacher. Like, that's where you go, hey, right. I won the lottery. I'm going to stay as a school teacher. He may not show up every Friday no. to teach. Yeah. He may take a couple Fridays. Yeah. He may be a substitute teacher after this. <laughs> like, I'll come in, like, uh, you know, once a semester there. All right. Uh, Doug Gottlieb will join us. We'll talk about uh, college basketball. Is Duke in? Does Kentucky go to the NIT? Also saw this. Uh, this was posed by Quinn Cook. I don't know if he's still on the Lakers. Uh, maybe he just got released. But he posed this on the internet yesterday. And of course, the internet went crazy. Who would win in a two-on-two matchup between Kevin Durant and LeBron versus Larry Bird and Magic Johnson? And I thought, okay. Um, Now, I'm not on Twitter. I was told about it. Kevin Durant and LeBron James versus Magic Johnson and Larry Bird. Um... I think this is stupid because this takes magic is great when it's five on five. If it's two on two, Larry and magic weren't great defenders. They're not going to be able to stop KD and LeBron and and LeBron and KD can be good defenders. If you want to make it interesting, how about Larry and Michael Jordan versus Kevin Durant and LeBron James? Now we got something a little more interesting here. Because now you got to deal with Jordan. And nobody's going to stop Jordan. And now that frees up Bird to be able to hit jumpers, whatever he needs to do. KD and LeBron against you know Magic and Larry, that's, that's not a good matchup. And I would take KD and LeBron. But if you said I put Michael in there, now we got a conversation. But that's uh, Quinn Cook who put that out there, and, and he was with the Lakers. I don't know if he still is. Yes, Tony. He's expected to sign a ten-day uh, contract with the Cavs. Last I saw. Oh, okay. Cook. Okay. Yes, McLovin. Can I put that up as the poll? Except put Michael in there. I got. I got KD uh, can overwhelm Bird, and Michael and LeBron are a wash. Sorry, I know you don't want to jump into the debate, but I feel like KD can is going to be a tough guard for bird but i could oh, be yeah. totally wrong i mean katie's a tough guard for anybody yeah i feel like lebron and michael kind of even each other out in a way maybe at their peaks uh well michael michael's on record is saying if lebron can go to his right if you let him go to his right you can't stop it like michael has said that unstoppable if he if you let lebron go downhill going to his right you're not going to stop it 
Feels like Mike, if he goes to his right, is unstoppable. If he goes to his left, is unstoppable as well. But that would make it a little more interesting. Magic, Mike, you know, Magic's brilliance is five on five. Now that's when he's a true weapon. Because my point guard at 6'9", you know, you know, his court awareness is unprecedented. But Larry and Magic, mm, I'd, I'd take LeBron and KD. Yeah, McLovin. Also, are players better now than they were 30 years ago just by evolution of every sport? They're bigger, stronger, better sure. trained. Yeah, yeah. Larry didn't spend a million dollars on his body over his entire career. <laughs> Maybe on beer. Unless on beer, yes. Yes, Paul. But with, not to break this down too much, but are the players today more conditioned just to jack shots from the outside, not dribble, drive, body people, uh, play one-on-one basketball? The NBA was a one-on-one league back then. It was Remember the two-man game? Larry Bird was living in that two-man game. Like Him and Danny Ainge would do that two-man game, and, and you know, they, they were conditioned for that. Yeah, but they're not. I'm just good. saying the style of basketball is more conducive to one-on-one basketball in the '80s than it is now. Now it's just deep jump shots. Yeah, but it feels like LeBron is going to get to the hoop, no matter who is guarding yeah. him. He doesn't have to take jumpers. KD is going to hit a jumper over, and whoever is guarding him, he hits a jumper over. Yes, yeah, and that plus, I feel like Michael Jordan would have a hard time style that LeBron does that turnaround jumper from far out. You know, I mean, that's like trademark shot for him. I don't know how, I don't see how either one of those guys is stopping that anyway. Oh, I want LeBron taking that shot. I I would just have KD hit 15 footers and LeBron go to the hoop. That'd be it. Mm. And and you would win. Because, I mean, LeBron is so big and, and Mike's not going to be able to body him. Yeah, McLevin. What if you had a Steph Curry in there? Somebody who could take you 40 feet out and sort of disrupt that kind of game. Because there's some like little guards who like if you put Isaiah Thomas in, nobody could cover him because he's too fast, but he couldn't cover anyone. I don't know how that would screw everything up. Yeah. Two on two is tricky. You know, there there are guys who understand it so well, and then there are other guys that like you you know, they, they throw the ball and then they go over to you and you're like, No, get away from me. Get over there. We don't need you over here. What are you doing? By the way, sign up for the newsletter, DP Show newsletter. And uh, if you want to be in our bracket challenge, you have to be on the newsletter. And uh, with that newsletter, you get uh, a wrap-up of today's show every day, Monday through Friday. comes out at 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific. You can sign up. Go to danpatrick.com. Enter your email address. The box that slides out, bottom right corner, you're good to go. Also, there's T-shirts there uh, for St. Well, it's uh, happy Dan Patrick's Day. Yes, Paul. What do you have for me? Dan, this just in from uh, college basketball reporter Jeff Goodman. He works for Stadium. Duke has had a positive COVID test and will not play tonight in the ACC tournament. Oh, wow. Source told Stadium and Jeff Goodman. But, okay, what happens? Is the season over for Duke? Well, it, it would be a judgment call. What do they have to forfeit? All the, that's all he has right now is Duke has a positive COVID test and will not play tonight in the ACC tournament. Well, he goes on to say, looks like season is over for the Blue Devils. Yeah. They have to win this game, it feels like, to get into the tournament. Yeah, McLevin. They're 13 and 11. Yeah. Because, you know, there's a, there's a schedule here with these tournaments of getting all these games in and having everybody play before Selection Sunday. All right. 
Uh, Doug Gottlieb will join us coming up. We'll get to phone calls. Do we have our poll question, McLovin? Well, we started out with, does the NBA have too many threes? And 70% think yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a snarky LaMarcus Aldridge poll waiting. But uh, maybe we should come up with some sort of Duke poll. Will the tournament... Well, I guess we can't write them off yet. There's more information to come. Yeah, let, let, let's kind of regroup here and figure out if Duke's season is over here. Yeah, by who's the most boring player in the NBA was the other question. But that, that's so mean. I can't do that. <laughs> LaMarcus Aldridge, a 6'11 guy who doesn't, Doug, come on. Let me take a break here. Uh, 23 after the hour, this is the Dan Patrick Show. Discover the Discover credit card, and you're going to discover a lot of great things because you're going to uh, get all the cash back that you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically. Discover matches that. There's no limit. It's crazy. As Todd said, how do they do How How are they able to do How do they do that? I don't know. They go bankrupt. I know. It's even more amazing of all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of the places in the United States that take credit cards. When it comes to Discover, get used to hearing the word yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Where other vans stop short, Mercedes-Benz vans go far beyond from their customization options, cutting-edge tech, to their five-star sales service and financial support crew. Mercedes-Benz vans, built, equipped, and engineered to be ready for anything, go the extra mile, taking the all-important first step into an authorized dealership today. We have heard from Russell Wilson. He has gone biblical. I'll have that for you coming up here in a moment. We'll get to your phone calls as well. We bring in Doug Gottlieb, host of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio, Fox Sports College basketball analyst. Doug joining us from Indianapolis as he's doing the Big Ten tournament on uh, Compass Radio. Uh, Recapping what we just heard, uh, Duke right now, that game against Florida State is not going to be played because somebody on the staff team has tested positive for COVID. We don't know that, but it feels like Duke's season is probably over. I'm wondering about the rest of the ACC tournament here, uh, Doug. What, what's going to happen here? I, I don't know. I mean, you have to obviously have contingency plans uh, because, you know, you have contact tracing. And then, you know, what happens with anyone else who came in contact with? Them? But what, what you asked the question, are they done done? I was just texting with Jeff. And the logic is, it, it, again, it's not contact tracing. It's somebody has a positive test, right? So that means then there's the... There's a there's a quarantining and I'm in Indy where they moved all the Big Ten teams here and then the Big Ten teams that advance the tournament are going to stay here for up to a month. And of course, they have the extra the the tournament's going to start a day later, you know, again, so that there's a little extra quarantining and it's it becomes a bubble. But I mean, this is 
this is part of the issue. I, I guess my question is this. I understand that first responders and senior citizens uh, need to get the vaccine. Why are we not vaccinating players? I don't, somebody explain that to me. I know that Adam Silver came out and said, we're not gonna make our players get vaccinated. I've talked to NBA coaches, NBA players. They are generally getting vaccinated, you know, without without broadcasting it. I just, I don't understand why we're going, we should go to all these leaps, but I, it, here's something that, that people don't know. So I, I did the, the SOCON conference two days ago, three days ago, and then the CAA, the team that loses still has to test for five days. Their season normally done, like Mercer. Mercer lost to UNC Greensboro. They have to test for five days because if Greensboro has positive tests, Greens, UNC Greensboro doesn't go, Mercer does go if they don't have positive tests. It's, it's, a, it's just a wacky year, and obviously we're on the one-year anniversary of sports shutting down, and here Duke is, the, the biggest program in college basketball, losing any chance of a postseason because of one positive test. Did they need that win over Florida State to get into the tournament? Yes. Yes. I mean, look, Louisville helped. Um, but, uh, you know, they had an initial bump there late in the season. But uh, it just it, it wasn't enough. You know, they're just they're, they had sustained too many losses. And people have to understand that the ACC is really down this year. Yeah. And I mean, like, look, it's really hard to tell a lot of things like Louisville, for example, they played Wisconsin this year with, I think, six or seven guys, but they didn't have four starters. So they lost by 50 to Wisconsin. This is a, around Christmas time. It's hard to tell sometimes results of who actually is good. And then some of these teams have come out of two, three weeks of quarantine and they play a game and they're not really representative of. That's why, I mean, I wanted to get, I, I wanted to come on and say like, hey, there's a couple of teams out there like Oregon people should bet on because they're going to be massively underseated because of all the litany of things that went on in their season, but this obviously trumps that. How did Duke get here in the first place, Doug? It feels like they had a top five recruiting class. Don't they have a top five recruiting class every year? No, well, you have to understand it, it's it's different. There's a couple things that went against them. Okay, first, um, you have you know the the top three freshmen in the country, right? Um, Suggs goes to Jalen Suggs goes to Gonzaga, and then Cade Cunningham. Instead of going to North Carolina or Kentucky, he goes to Oklahoma State. And then, you know, USC has Evan Mobley. His dad's on staff, and he goes to USC. So you cut out three of the top five, top ten. Then you cut out three or four more who were going to go to college, or maybe uh, Jalen Green, for example, and they go to the G League Ignite. So you basically cut out the top ten from Kentucky and from Duke. Then you factor in, you know, you lose your point guard. Um, you know, you, you lose your, you, you know, they, they're not taking the, the depth of transfers that other people are taking. Um, and they're just, you, you, you don't replace, it's really hard when you can't replace stars with other stars. And now all of a sudden you're at the same place as everybody else. And then you throw in the quarantining and some of the stuff and, um, they're, they're not alone. I mean, this is Kentucky, same thing. Um, they made, some of them made some bad choices in terms of who they've taken. But I think this is a big story in college basketball in that the Blue Bloods, who normally feast on those top 10, top 15 guys, now they're recruiting 15 to 25 or 15 to 50. And those are good players, but they're not the type of impact players who come, you know, they're not Zion Williamson, you know, they're not Cade Cunningham, they're not Jalen Green, they're not kids that can just carry you 
to an NCAA tournament. They don't have those guys. And that's, that's why Kentucky's down. That's why Kansas is down. That's why Duke is down. It's because of the players more than anything else. These teams that won't make the NCAA tournament, can you see them going to the NIT? I mean, I would. I mean, more basketball, right? Like, all these guys say, like, well, I'm a, you know, you go, you go to their IG page and their ball is life, guys. I'll, all they want to do is hoop. But the reality is probably not. Remember the last time Kentucky went to the NIT, it was an abject disaster. You know, it's like when an SEC school gets left out of the college football playoff and they just no show in a bowl game and some guys, you know, opt out. I, I, I would guess no. I would guess it's a, and for people who don't know, it's at North Texas at the Super Pit. They're going to have 16 teams in a bubble. It'd actually be pretty cool. Um, but I would guess no, they were not. He's Doug Gottlieb, host of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio and, of course, uh, covering the Big Ten tournament there. How many teams get in from the Big Ten? All of them. Let's just put them all in. Every, <laughs> everyone. Oh, let me tell you. We got to put them all in. Not Indiana. Uh, put Northwestern in. And let's put Penn State in. <laughs> oh, and Maryland. And India. I don't know what you do, Dan. I mean, there's some. Indiana's bad, man. They've, they've lost a lot of games late. I, I don't know how you. It's it's just weird though because you have Iowa's finished strong. Obviously, Michigan won the league, but again, Michigan because of shutdown, they didn't play at Illinois. They played Illinois once, didn't have their best player, and they got housed by Illinois. Um, but you got this group, Minnesota. I don't think they're getting in. They you know even though they won last night, but they didn't win a road game all year. But they crushed Michigan when they played them at their place. There's this list. I you know my guess would be somewhere around seven, and just throw them in a hat. And once you get once you get past the big boys, I think Michigan State's getting in. I think rightfully so. And I yeah. do think the win over Duke way back when helps. And then, of course, beating Michigan here last game of the regular season helps. Uh, the ACC is the question to me. And I, I'm, I know I, I live West Coast. And I'm, by the way, thank you to let me fill in for you, even though I know everybody complains that I suck in comparison to you. Um, <laughs> but I get a chance to see the West Coast schools. And the, the Mountain West has a couple of teams that are really good, like Utah State. And Boise, they by my estimation belong in. But what do I know about basketball? I played it and covered it for like 20 years. Um, so I think it's going to be interesting because there is, there's always been a slight East Coast bias, but I've never been one of these East Coast bias guys. But because the West Coast schools have gone through such a difficult season with shutting down and not having their guys and not being able to practice. And, I mean, Stanford played like four home games all year. I know they, they got blown out last night by Cal. They're terrible. But the, the point is, it, it was much harder to get the team to look right in the West Coast. And I do think that there's a little bit of benefit of the doubt that should go to a couple of those schools. How much wiggle room does John Calipari have at Kentucky? Like, is he on the hot uh, seat or a warm seat? No, but but I do think, like, college basketball is a change in here, right? Like, you're going to have to be more creative in recruiting. You know, you take some guys, recently they've taken players that have transferred up, right? That's when you're in a low mid major, mid major. Some have hit, some have missed. Um, they're going to start have to be creative in terms, and they're going to have to do better player evaluations. Um, but, you know, like they took, here's a perfect example. They took Devin Askew, who's from Modern Day High School in Southern California. He could have been a high school senior this year. So, um, and obviously he's had a disappointing season. But um, I so I, they have to do a better job evaluating the point guard position, better job valuing players. But I also think that you're playing against older kids. I mean, the reason the Big Ten schools are better is they have the highest recidivist rate. You know, they have older dudes that are back. So uh, Wisconsin has two guys starting in their starting lineup that's 24 years old. Like a 24 year old is going to be better than a 19, 18, 19 year old. Just kind of kind of facts. So 
Um, I think some of it is the changing landscape of college basketball. How, how hot is this hot seat? I, I, I don't think you can have another season like this one. This was a, this was a bad year. It's a bad year. And next year, if you had another one of these, they would be like, Hey, what are we doing here? Uh, do you want to rethink things? But you know, he lost his ace recruiter to the NBA and maybe, maybe everybody knew what was coming and this is what was coming because it is not good. And the G league selecting is going to continue to take five or 10 kids. And, you know, more and more schools are going to hire parents or siblings or whatever. And the trends are here. You got to find a way to get old and stay old if you want to win in college basketball. Are we making enough of Gonzaga's undefeated regular season going undefeated no. into the tournament? Should we no. be making more of it? I don't know. I mean, Kentucky finished undefeated a couple of years ago. Um, so it has Wichita State undefeated a couple of years ago. And there's kind of the par- The difference in Gonzaga and Wichita State is they played some of the big boys. They didn't play Baylor like they're supposed to, but they played some of the big boys cruel in the year. And I mean, they, they were so much better than Kansas. Uh, it was, it was silly. I and mean, they have like three or four NBA players and a couple do, they only play like six or seven. They're really, really good. Like I've been kind of playing with Twitter all year um, with the Gonzaga or the field. And I think Baylor's close. And I think, you know, Michigan and Illinois are close, but they're, I mean, I don't know if you saw the other night, they played BYU late. BYU put up 53, couldn't play better in the first half. And, and, you know, Gonzaga just, downshifted and Jalen Suggs just took over late. They're, they're good. They're competitive. They have bigs. Uh, they're not great defensively, but they have two point guards, a kid named Andrew Nemhart, who's from um, Canada, started at Florida for two years. They're playing two point guards. So athletic ball handling is not a problem. Shooting's not a problem. They've been to a national championship game before. Like people think Gonzaga, choked. they're the only school to be in the last five sweet 16s. Gonzaga's legit. I don't think we're making a big enough deal of it because we do have a tendency to think of Gonzaga's, you know, uh, Adam Morrison crying in the loss to UCLA more so than we remember. They're they're one possession away from winning the national championship a couple of years ago. They're the real deal, and no, we're not because they play in the WCC. But what's weird about it is you and I are old enough to remember thirty years ago, UNLV was in a far weaker league. In the it was the PCAA it was the Big West then I can't remember, right? And nobody said anything about their league. Memphis was in. Conference USA. Nobody. We said a little bit about their league was more about free throw shooting. They were dominant in lesser leagues, and people didn't make didn't diminish their record because of their league. We do that about Gonzaga, and I'm not really sure why. Good to talk to you there. Have fun. Play nice uh, in Indianapolis, Doug. Why, why do you only want to see one video of my son's wet jump shot? I just. Oh you know, my like, god! I can't fix my jump shot. My I could fix my son's jump shot. Doug's, I, I, Doug sent me a video. He said, oh, I heard you ran on Steph Curry. So he sends me a video of his son. In a, he's 11 years old playing a pickup game or some game there. And I didn't know it was your son because he made the three. That's what I thought was that, – that kind of surprised me a little bit. And then Doug wants to send me another video. And I go, one video per day, Doug. Good God. Maybe I'm a just, mixtape. I'm, I'm, pr- I'm proud of the guy. But he's, he does it. You're, you're right. Dude. I mean, like the Steph Curry range thing – is a real thing. And uh, it, it's, it's changed the way it, in coaching kids. You look at what's a good shot, what's a bad shot. And we were always taught, like, that's the thing about, you're talking about Larry Bird. I disagree with you. Like, bro, Magic Johnson, you forget how good he was backing dudes down, like old school one-on-one ball, like backing down. Obviously the guys are more athletic now because of the training, 
that would be a, in their primes a much more competitive game than your. You forget how good Larry Bird. You don't forget how good no, Larry Bird was, right? No, no. I'm just saying. LeBron and KD can do what they want to do on the floor. Magic's brilliance is still seeing the floor, not necessarily being a great scorer. Uh, yeah, but hold on, though. Hold on, though. The, the baby sky. No, I got it. I guard. got it. I got it. But, they, but, you know, Larry couldn't guard me. So now you're going to guard He's guarding KD. I mean, come on. That's not fair. If you said Michael and Larry, now we have a conversation, Doug. Magic and Larry. No, no. I take KD and, and LeBron. I think, look, I think they're new and improved versions of each other, but I do like the, 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 the one, the, the point to me that I was trying to make is, is that we, we just people, I, Chris Mullen told me this, like they used to discourage people from shooting three point shots. Not that he couldn't shoot it. Right. I mean, Larry Bird, the volume of threes weren't there. As you remember, he won the three point shooting contest without taking off the warm up jacket, walked in the locker room, said, who's getting second shot. The last one had the one finger in the air, walked off the court. Right. So he could, there was a lot of things that he could do that he wasn't encouraged to do the way we encourage them to do now, because we've learned how to work smarter, not harder. That clears that up. Now you can send me another video of your son shooting today. One per yeah, day. Right now. Yeah. 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 Right now. Well, let me go to break so I can get that. <laughs> Thank you, Doug. That's uh, Doug Gottlieb. He'll uh, be working in Indianapolis Big Ten Tournament. We'll come back. Phone call's coming up after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. 
Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Dreisaitl now to David on his flank. McDavid moving in. Dropped it back. Dreisaitl. Patrick goal for Leon Dreisaitl. Oilers play the Senators again at home Saturday night. That's courtesy of Sportsnet TV. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the United States that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. So where ESPN is getting back in bed with the National Hockey League. Good news for Steve Levy and Barry Melrose. Mothership playing those highlights. That's good for him. Get more exposure there. Uh, once again, Duke is uh, preparing for its season to be over. Uh, Jeff Goodman from the stadium is uh, saying that it's uh, Duke is understanding it's highly unlikely that uh, they get an NCAA tournament bid. Somebody tested positive with the team, and their game against Florida State has been canceled. And therefore, it looks like Duke is not going to make the NCAA tournament. I mentioned that uh, we've heard from Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson had a tweet. And he went biblical here. Somebody else might have to translate this for me. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. Corinthians 5.17. Now, he does post this once a week. Usually once a week, he'll give you a, a Bible verse there. The old has gone. The new is here. Okay. The old team is gone. The new team is here. The old bad blood is gone. The new is here. Yes, Paul. Dan, I'm going to need to take a couple of days off in early September to go to the Bears home opener. Just things have changed in my life and I want to. Oh, you think that it's a done deal yeah. now that Russ is saying that right. uh, basically this is it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, McLeod. But if Paul truly loved Russ Wilson as much as he says, he would not wish that fate upon him of being the Bears quarterback. Mm-hmm. I do Ooh. have mixed feelings. Ooh. Ooh. I don't know if Russ can overcome the Bears. Yeah. 
I don't know what this means. We haven't heard anything else from Russell Wilson, but uh, uh uh-oh. That's the old Tim Tebow sound. I'm going to leave that as is. (laughs) Nothing else to see, nothing else to say. Russell Wilson, everything's okay. Been kind of quiet, though. Does Russ have a press conference? Does he come back on our show? Yes, Seton. Does his new owner refer to him as overpaid? No. <laughs> and uh, that, well, if somebody's going to take advantage of me, sure, it's glad it was, it was Russell Wilson. Well, Russ isn't overpaid. <laughs> that's for sure. Now, see, that's what's lost, I think, in all of this. I was, I was told if Russ goes someplace, Russ wants a new deal. This isn't, hey, get me out of Seattle. Uh, he wants a new deal. And I think teams... <laughs> Plus, Seattle's not returning the calls of the Bears, of the the Raiders, and and the Saints. They're they're not. I think they've returned calls from some other teams. No, I'm staying away from it. Staying away from it. Playing nice. Final hour coming up. Mark Few from Gonzaga will join us. Are they getting enough? Does he want more attention for his Zags going into the tournament? Back with the final hour on this Thursday after this. One more item in the second hour, and it's M-Drive. I don't know. Do you feel like Fritzy today, where you kind of come in and you're sluggish a little bit, not really ready for anything, seize the day? In fact, Fritzy's not even listening to me now when I talk about him. What's wrong? I'm good. I know, but I need you to come in and be ready to go every single day. I am ready. Yeah, I don't think so. Not like I am. Definitely not like you are. Yeah, but that's because I try them drive. You're skipping and hopping and yeah, more refreshed like you've been up for hours. Why aren't you trying the everyday supplement I take? I need to do that. Yes, but I, I have it. I'll share it with you. Will you, though? Yes. After, after stealing all the other things from yes. me, I don't know if you're going to share this one with M drive is packed with powerful ingredients backed by science. I'm energized, stronger, leaner, Fritzy says. Maybe a little sexier. You're sp- Rightly. Yeah, your uh, <laughs> your results may vary with that. Uh, energy, strength, drive. It works for me. It can work for you. MDriveDan.com. Don't let age beat you. Refind your prime with MDrive. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, 
Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 